You're listening to the What Do You Actually Do podcast. Each week, we want to bring you an inspiring interview, a useful tip or encouraging message to help you find your place in the professional world. Hello and welcome to this episode of What Do You Actually Do? My name is Kate Morris and I'll be your host today. In today's episode, we'll be talking about doing a placement year in the recruitment sector. Today, we're joined by Toby Gill, who's doing a placement as a resourcer for Reed Specialist Recruitment. Well, has just finished that. Um, so, Toby, what do you actually do or what did you actually do? Yeah, so my job was based down in London uh, doing recruitment resourcing, which I had known of what that was before starting. But it's essentially it's helping the it's working with recruitment consultants in the company. Um, and it's every day I'll, I'll get a lot of jobs and it's about finding finding candidates for the jobs, researching, you know, their backgrounds, researching the, the jobs, the companies, and making sure that all the jobs in the office get filled, really. So it's quite a quite a full-on, quite intense role, but re- it's, it, it's a really interesting role for, I guess, any, anyone who was interested in recruitment. It's a really good entry, entry role for recruitment. So what was the process of getting the placement then? Because if you sort of felt like, oh, I didn't know anything about this before I started it, how did you kind of come across it? And what made you think, oh, yeah, I'll um, I'll give this a go? I think it was, um, a lot of it was luck. I think one thing which is common with people in recruitment that I've learned last year anyway, is that a lot of people fall into it. So I was, I was doing, I, I do history at university. So I was just sat there one day thinking, I kind of want to do something else next year rather than go into my third year. So I started looking for placements. Um, I applied for quite a few. Then I found Reed, the recruitment agency, and I was like, this actually looks really good. I have a cousin who does recruitment as well. So it's something I had a tiny bit of information about. But um, yeah, I just thought, you know, I don't really know much about the role, but I'm going to do some research. I'm going to take a shot, really. And uh, that's that, that's a nice thing about doing a placement. It, it, from what I found, you don't need all that knowledge and experience. Um, you can just go in you know apply and, and show show your personality more because that, that's what they're looking for um so yeah I that's how I found it. it was kind of part of luck I guess and I have no regret about doing it it was really good and did you was it sort of a lengthy process did you have to do an assessment center and do an application form and interviews and stuff how did that side of it work yeah so I think for for Reed it wasn't too long I think it had about two interviews I had to do a telephone role play where I'd phone, I'd phone their their recruit their recruiter, and I'd basically try and sell them a job that I've, I'd been given a bit of detail about, which was quite daunting. But um, yeah, I had two interviews, I had a role play, and then I had some written assessments. But it, it wasn't too long. There are some some placement assessments that I did, which I didn't get, where it was like a seven hour assessment sent a day. So. I was quite grateful that it was a, a bit a bit more a bit shorter. Seven hours, that sounds intense. Wow. <laughs> um, but I guess that's quite useful for when it comes to the graduate job hunting, though, that you've had some experience of doing those kind of things now. So you know what to expect. 100%. So when you were on placement, uh, I was your supervisor, obviously. And I was interested to hear that we do a lot of charity work and philanthropy because often people think of the private sector as a sellout and I know you were personally interested in the public sector originally so was it a surprise to you to find that the private sector kind of also does things that make a positive difference to society yeah 100 percent. I think there's a there's a general stereotype about um I guess in university about about the corporate world and the world of work in general where you know if if you go and work for a big company, then you are a corporate sellout, and it's it, it's it's not really true. It's 
I, I've, I volunteer a lot at university um, and that wasn't really something I was looking for with, with my placement. But as you mentioned, when I joined Reed uh, and in their induction weeks, I found out that Reed gives, I think, 20% of its profits to charity, um, which is insane for a, for a, a billion dollar company. But yeah, it was quite nice because it, it, it does show that there are a lot of companies out there which do, d- despite making, you know, eye-watching profits, they do give a lot to charity. And, and with Reed as well, um, on that topic of their social footprint, I guess, they're also just a really good company to work for. Like, I, I, was so, I was so lucky being there because it was just a very, very family feel company. Um, and I think that is reflected, you know, through their charitable endeavours as well. Like, it, it's, it, it's very much trying to get people involved with charities. There were days where we do, you know, come in dressed up in certain like, you know, pride, pride colours or other colours. I can't remember now. <laughs> there, there, there were charity days like that as well, which was really nice. It was, uh, it's, yeah, it, it's a very, I guess, socially positive company, which is really nice. Um, and as you mentioned, yeah, it was really good for me because I I really enjoy, you know, volunteering and doing charity work at, at university. So it, it was quite a nice transition in that sense. I think it's cool to discover that because I think it can often feel like a moral compromise. And often when I see students, in appointments they almost feel they've got to apologize for wanting to think about what salary they might earn in the future and that they're doing a bad thing if that's important to them but it, it's nice to feel like it doesn't have to be a choice between doing something that has a positive impact and doing something where you are able to to earn a decent salary as well and ironically having worked with many people over the years it, it it does seem like in some ways in the private sector, you are given quite a lot of good support and training opportunities. And there is just more resource, which makes sense when you think about it compared to sometimes it can be more stretched in the charity sector or in the public sector. So mm-hmm. in terms of that working environment and how you feel as an individual as well, that that can be a bit yeah. of a difference. Yeah. And, and I do think on that as well, I think companies just now is probably the best time, in my opinion, best time for people like myself, graduates, to go into the world of work because companies are getting a lot more offering hybrid work and offering uh, better work benefits that getting more charitable, more focused on, you know, the environment. Companies are getting a lot more, um, I guess, again, socially positive. I can't think of the word I'm thinking of. But, um, it, well, it, there's, there's this corporate social responsibility is one sort of yeah. term or sustainability, but I guess that flexibility and for want of a better word, like caring, we have, we have to take it like a little bit cynically, but caring about <laughs> the uh, individual employers, but it makes sense, doesn't it? If someone's well-being is all right, they're going to perform better, which is yeah. going to be better profits and a, a better kind of working environment for the company. So from a cynical perspective, it makes sense, but actually I agree with you from an employee perspective, it's, it's nicer to have that flexibility and to not have to make that choice between earning money and, and doing something that's positive. Mm, 100%. So you're studying history, as you mentioned. Are you using or did you use any particular skills or subject knowledge from your degree in your placement? I know you sort of pitched it originally as it's something that's unrelated, but did you find that any of your history skills or knowledge came in handy? A little bit, yeah. I think... Um... I think with history, obviously, a, a lot of the a lot of the curriculum and course is independent research, independent studying, um, and that itself entails a lot of you know independent time management. So I think both those aspects of the research skills that that was needed in my role as a resourcer, and um, you know researching companies, researching people's backgrounds, researching what the uh, what the job entails, but also that time management aspect. It was I think 
that was an absolute huge benefit for me um going into the going into the office just because in the office environment you aren't really you know prepared for how how many tasks are thrown away especially as an intern you aren't really prepared for how how much um stuff you have to do (laughs) so having that time management uh, experience I guess from my course which is very independently you know independently led that was a huge benefit but I think as well also history is a lot of writing and one thing I found which was I got quite fed up of this after a few months. I had people always asking me to, to proofread their, their emails or their job adverts or write job ad- adverts for them or write mailers to clients. And it was, so it, I, it, in a way, that, that was my history writing skills being utilised there. But that got annoying. <laughs> you were too good at it. <laughs> <laughs> so what new strengths or skills do you think that you discovered or developed while you were doing the placement then? I think the the obvious one, and this is a huge one for me, is just the confidence in in terms of you know being confident in a, in, a, in a business professional setting. Because I, I was quite confident socially before going to work, but when I got into the interview, like the first two weeks, I was absolutely terrified to pick up the phone and you know even answer a call, coming into the office, and especially you know making calls. But um, in recruitment. For people who don't know, it, it it's it's a job that entails you being on the phone all day, every day, every day of the week. Uh, so it's something that I, I was forced to overcome. And now I have absolutely no qualms, you know, making a phone call to clients, cold calling people, speaking to big corporate figures as well. Um, some of our clients are multi-billion pound companies. So speaking to the, the, the head of HR was quite daunting. But, you know, it's, it's something that I've had experience doing now. So that's the main one. It's the confidence and communication, but also as well, building on that time management, I think I, I think my organizational skills have been really enhanced by the year. I've um I've learned methods to manage my own workload. I've I've learned what, what works for me. So I'm I'm very much an Excel spreadsheet sort of guy to organize my day-to-day tasks, which a lot of people hate. Um, but it, I I've been able to figure out how how I how I best you know manage my task and prioritize what needs doing each day and each morning and I think that's going to be huge for me going forwards after uni into into future companies definitely and I think so many people will be able to relate to that idea of being terrified of that office environment and especially the phone when we often don't need to use the phone anymore like to actually talk to people do we so yeah I think that a baptism of fire sounds like it actually paid off <laughs> what was the biggest challenge you encountered in the placement then because it sounds like that was that was really tricky at first was there anything else that was a sort of oh that was really hard but I've, I've got through it yeah so this is uh something that I've probably you know complained to you about before but um I think the biggest challenge was my, my role was supposed to be very much only dealing with the candidates so the people who are looking for work but one of my colleagues who covers our temporary work desk she went on maternity leave for three or four months so for those four months I was handling her entire desk alone which that basically entails uh, de- you know, dealing with all of her clients, which I wasn't really supposed to be doing. It, it meant handling all of her candidates, of which she had hundreds and hundreds. And um, and temporary work, you know, it's, it's all it's all these short term contracts where it's a couple of weeks or a couple of months. So there's a lot of jobs which come in which are temporary, and I had to you know manage practically all of them by myself for four months. So I mean, they were very stressful, you know, three four months where I was, you know. Just some days I was like, I, I can't, can't be bothered to be here. But um, it was really, you know, looking back, it was it, 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 it was a really good experience. And I think, you know, in terms of, again, future work, 
in terms of interviews, that's going to be so helpful for me to talk about. Um, but also just in terms of my own confidence, I guess my own, like, you know, I, I've shown what I'm, what I'm able to do. I'm now aware, I'm now aware of what I'm able to do as well. And I just feel a lot more confident with myself and my abilities in, in a professional setting uh, moving forward. So I think, yeah, I, I think it's, there's been a lot of challenges, but covering that desk for three months was probably the hardest, the hardest thing I've done. <laughs> yeah, I remember it was, it did from, as you described at the time, it did sound really intense and kind of a massive step up and require a lot of flexibility. But I do remember one of the things that stood out was you had the, a really positive attitude. So you were just, yep, I'm going to get on with this. I'm going to take a positive from it and use this as a learning opportunity. So I think that's something that a lot of graduate employers, when we as careers consultants see all these reports and lists and stuff like, what are the future skills employers are looking for? And something that is just becoming increasingly important is this idea of flexibility and adaptability because the world is changing so fast all the time so we this idea of like a fixed job description where oh this is your thing and that you stay in your lane and that's what you do it's kind of changing because new stuff is happening and we have to kind of move with it and adapt and evolve and kind of respond to the different let's call them challenges not problems but these different challenges as they um as they come up so I think yeah to have that experience of seeing how that feels knowing it, it's tough but also finding a way through it is something that will probably stand you in good stead yeah, I, I, I was gonna add on that I think as well um what you said about the positivity that is that that's been my saving grace I've I, I've become a lot more positive just in general like over the last year um but but just having that can do attitude which sounds so so cliche having that can do attitude um had really just helped me because if I was I mean obviously I I'd always ask for help when I needed it but also I was just very optimistic about you know if I was given a, a lot of work in the morning I was like well I'll just break down what I have to do and it's it, end of the day if I don't get it done I'm, I'm on a place and I can I, I can always delegate if need be so it's just about yeah being flexible and just being positive and the most important thing as well, I guess, but any, anyone who does a place for me is listening as well. Um, just ask questions as well uh, to your manager. That, that's my main, that, that's probably a key piece of advice I'd give. No, I think that's, that's really good advice. And I think it is getting that balance, isn't it, between using your initiative and it is great to feel that you can have some autonomy in your work and problem solve and, you know, work through something yourself, but mm. equally you know that what's nice about a work environment where it is a team and you can learn from other people and kind of use different people's expertise it doesn't have to be just all on one person's shoulders yeah. what are you most proud of from the experience then hmm. um I guess I'm proud of you know how much I've again shown myself what I can do as a more broad one first I you know I've I've overcome my fear of picking up the phone and talking to random strangers that I've never met before um, and doing that multiple times a day. I'm, I, but and I've also shown that now I've finished the placement and I've, I've been looking back retrospectively the last few days and I've taken a moment just to say, you know, wow, you've just spent a full year in work um, doing a full-time job for not, not, not great pay, I'll be honest. Um, and, you know, there was no hiccups. There was no real, you know, no real negative side to it. So I don't have any key, you know, moments that I'm proud of. I think I'm just, in a more broader sense, I'm quite just proud of the whole the whole year because I think one benefit of the placement year has been it just it shows you where your skills are, 
I, I think that's a key thing with uni students, especially me anyway. I had no idea what I was good at before going on to the placement. I, I absolutely no idea. And then yeah, I think when you're working in a really dynamic office, because recruitment is very dynamic, you're dealing with so many different jobs and people as well. Yeah, I think it just allows you to understand what you are good at, um, where your strengths lie. And I think in terms of what I'm proud of, I think, again, it's just the just I'm proud of myself for the whole year, which is really cringy. But um, it's been a really it's been a really good year just for understanding who I am, both you know professionally and individually as well. Um, and just, you know, finding out how I work and what I'm good at again. And yeah, the whole year has been an accomplishment. I'm not sure that's the answer you were looking for. but <laughs> hey, That's that's really interesting. And I think that point around actually taking yourself out of your comfort zone and I think particularly at university obviously everyone at uni is academic that's why you're at uni so you're used to kind of you know being able to hopefully do your assignments or your work whatever it is and getting you know good grades if you put the work in kind of thing but to put yourself in a situation where you're not sure what's expected of you you haven't got that proven experience of like yes I know how to do this and that that fear of failure having to start from scratch at something and learn something new that's really daunting but I think it's brilliant to test that out and do that because that is going to really help you when it comes to thinking about graduate jobs because you know you can do it you know you can cope you can survive you can try things out and that's something that I see with quite a lot of final year students or recent grads who are not too sure what they want to do there is that fear factor if you haven't had a lot of experience it's I don't know what I'm good at I don't know if I would enjoy this I don't want to commit myself to this career because then I'm on that solid path and it might be difficult to change and it's kind of by having these kind of different work related experiences it does just show you like a yeah you can do it b if something goes wrong it's not the end of the world like there's a way through it and c actually things are flexible you know you were able to take on that maternity cover role which wasn't part of your normal job and so that shows okay you could put these skills that you gain from recruitment and put them in a different situation as well I guess so on that then how do you think the experience has impacted on your career plans or general employability because it sounds like you've you've got a sort of a newfound confidence which is brilliant how else do you think it's impact has it changed your mind about what you might want to do in the future has it given you new ideas yeah yeah I think it has um back in second year of university before uh even finding the placement I had absolutely no idea what what I wanted to do um once I got the place and I was considering recruitment for a career just because it's really good money but one thing I found is it just wasn't really a, a, a job that's purely money wasn't really for me um and I think you know finding the skills that I'm good at I, I'm very good with my communication skills I'm very good at you know at, at writing <laughs> I'm very good at uh, other skills and this has led led me to I'm very set now on a career in you know communications and public relations um which it, 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 I'm interested in politics and stuff. So that's why it all, all interties. But the skills I learned at, at Reed, um, again, those communication skills and a big part of communications is making those phone calls to, to media outlets, whatever, to, you know, talk about stories. And those phone skills are very transferable from Reed. But just in general, uh, I think, yeah, I think how, doing a placement is the best thing you can do because a lot of my friends who have graduated or who are graduating sorry um soon they have absolutely no idea what, what they want to do um 
which is apparently quite common. And I'm in a very, very fortunate uh, position where I know what I want to do. And I've got, you know, companies lined up that I want to go and apply for. And I think, and I, I, I know the only reason I have that is because I've done this placement year. I think it gives you a year where you can work out again what you're good at. And then you can see what sort of companies, you know, and what sort of job types um, are tailored to your skills. So I, I think if anyone's doing a placement, it's always good to, to just learn the mo- as much as you can. I, one benefit of recruitment for me was I learned about so many different industries and sectors and job roles. Um, it gave me a, a bit of an insight into what I wanted to do from that. So, um, yeah, just learning about myself and learning about the business world has been really helpful and but I wouldn't I wouldn't know what I wanted to do if it weren't for this if it weren't for this placement um just having that extra year to think and and to learn on the go is is really helpful I think that's really great to hear that because that's kind of the point of doing it (laughs) so it's nice when it works out but I think it's so powerful how you can have an idea in your mind about what a job is like or what a sector is like but it's only when you actually start to do work you do understand it more and you know, I really understand what you're saying about the, the picking up the phone thing. It's it goes beyond that because it's about relationship building. And I think that was such a big skill that you had to utilize in that job, those relationships with those individual members of the public who were clients of Reed, the sort mm. of businesses who are using them, the internal relationships to find out well, who do I ask for this? Who do I share this information with? How do I process this? So it's kind of all of that relationship building yeah, that links directly to the, the communication sector idea. Mm. Uh, so that's fantastic. So as a history student, then having done this and recognizing a lot of your mates are in the position where they're not sure what they want to do. And I certainly see a lot of arts and humanities and some social scientists who are not too sure. They kind of feel like, yep, yeah, I'd like to get some work experience, but I don't know what I want to do in the future. So I don't know what to get experience of. Um do you sort of have any advice for people in that position who are not too sure what they want to do or what their degree might relate to and how to go about approaching finding something relevant to do work experience wise? My advice is look for a placement and consider it because it's not spoken about at all with history. When I got my placement, uh, I spoke to someone in the history department and apparently I was one of the only, if not the only person in this year's cohort who was doing a placement, which is crazy considering how big the history department is in York. And I think it's just it just shows missed opportunities. I mean, I mean, I would not be as confident as I am today and where I am today, you know, knowing what what industry I want to go into, quite excited to actually work after uni. I'm, I'm really looking forward to graduating and going into the, into the world of work, um, which I wasn't before doing this placement. I've only got that that confidence and excitement because of this placement. So I think with history in particular, um, you know, the, the, the stereotypes exist with history. And I think it's similar with other arts and humanities where it's like you can you know you can only go into being a teacher or working at a museum uh, which is absolute nonsense but um that that stereotype does exist and that's what i would that's what i thought as well before doing doing the placement if you are an arts and humanities student or a history student you know looking for a placement and considering the idea of doing it just apply to everything and anything really i mean all they look for is personality and working recruitment is showing me this as well these sort of graduate and intern jobs all they care about is personality more than your experience and if you're willing to you know go in and work and just have have that can-do attitude it's going to be a really good year so I mean when I was applying I, I applied for like I don't know 
11 different companies some were accounting some were sales um some and then some were recruitment uh and, and i think that really helped because a you get a lot of practice doing interviews and assessment centers and b i mean if you get a placement it's just it, it it's a really nice break from from uni and i've spoken to a couple of people who do history um in the year below me and and about placements actually and they've said that they're worried about for example not being with their friends and their friends graduating and that is a factor to factor in but it's not too big an issue I mean I've got about six mates who have all also done years abroad or study abroad or you know work placements so that there's always going to be people who are who are, who are doing placements who are in your position if you embark on a placement so you're not going to be alone I think in the long term it outweighs those short-term negatives I think having the placement has been probably the best choice I've made uh, in my uni in my uni career so uh, yeah yeah I think the advice would be long story short just consider it I, just go and ask ask the placements team or the history department or anyone about placements and just yeah keep it in mind as an option it's that having that be open-minded and don't it doesn't necessarily have to be an obvious link to the degree it sounds like you're saying there's lots of different options out there give it a try 100% yeah that was much much nicely put uh, the mind I was, no, you, yours, was good. yours was good I'm just doing a <laughs> summary <laughs> I think that's really helpful and we've got lots of resources as well so we're building up because we've only been doing the placement year as an option for a few years now so we're building up more resources of case studies of what students have gone on to do to give people ideas because I think that's part of it isn't it it's just knowing what the possibilities are so thank you for taking the time to do this. For more info about recruitment and read and the other careers that we've mentioned today, I'm going to add some relevant links to the show notes and a link to the full transcript today's show. But Toby, thank you so much for taking time out of your holiday time to, um, to speak to me today. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to seeing you when you come back in your final year. Oh, no, thank you for having me. It's been really nice. Um, and yeah, I will, I will see you back in York when I'm back in September. Thank you for joining us this week on What Do You Actually Do? This episode was hosted by me, Kate Morris, edited by Stephen Furlong and produced by both of us. If you love this podcast, spread the word and follow us. Are you eager to get more tips? Follow University of York Careers and Placements on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. All useful links are in this episode's description. This has been produced at the University of York Careers and Placements. For more information, visit york.ac.uk forward slash careers.